I said anticipated because I wasn't sure if it was highly anticipated or <laughs> I just it's anticipated. Oh. I didn't want to oversell it. <laughs> Medium to low anticipation <laughs> level. The Martini Wow. Entertaining, irreverent, and hysterical. Hard hit it. Is it? Mostly. <laughs> what about you guys? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that for? Well, don't put our address on a profile, bitch. What the fuck? Okay. What? Oh, what are we saying? <laughs> Welcome back. Hello. Ooh, that was high. That was a little that opera. Was a little op- I know. What kind of Listen, opera? Was that? Hello. That's because that's how excited it to me. I am to be back. <laughs> it's only been a week. I but know. Every I am week you're excited to be back. Excited yeah. to be back. I had a dream. Okay, so wow. Here, here's okay. the thing. I had a dream. Shocker. I could go two ways with that line. I could, could go Martin Luther King route, yeah, or I could go Mama Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I dreamed it for you, baby. The opera um, thing. I go Broadway. So either way. <laughs> Anyways, so I had a dream. So I'm yeah. I unfortunately was hit with whatever cold going around right and yeah. i hate oh, it i don't got time for it but it's no. gross but colds knock my ass out and i sleep a lot yeah which is like good you're for you just out that's how you heal it's true so you yeah. have fun little dreams and i dreamed mm, about fun. that we were still doing the radio show really for those of you who don't know yeah. that's where we came from from radio and, uh-huh. and went to podcasting and and it was kind of fun so this is what i've decided okay Ooh, decisions yeah made. one day I still want, because we had a fun, like we have a studio here and it's yeah, fine. Yeah. But you know, when the radio station's foot in the bill, we had a lot of fun equipment. And oh, yeah. So one day, that's what we're going to have that to do our podcast. Totally. Like I've a decided. podcast studio. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Right now, we have a, yeah. we're gorilla in this kind of, yeah, it, it's an at home studio. Oh, it works but, perfect. You know, Listen, you guys get it. Yeah. You guys understand but it. What, what, for it. What I love is like even in here, yeah. we I mean we wouldn't ever set it up like the we're at the station no. with like a second room in the green room. Oh no, we have the right. last box. Eventually. Yeah. But in yeah. here we could even get some like swinging arms, you know? know. Those have the board in front of you. <laughs> well, Eventually, I, the computer right here for all of that. Oh. Yes. The funny thing is so we great. actually have each of those things, but not the version you're thinking of. Because yeah. when you're saying, Well, we have a board. Yeah. Uh, there but, is a computer. Uh, I, my mic is on a swinging arm. But, but I know what you're yeah, saying. Exactly. <laughs> Professional great. So right. You want, you want our room no. right now. Okay. No, okay. Better, though. Nailed it. Nailed it. I love it when dreams uh, come true. I know. <laughs> and they do. And they do. Because, you know, um, oh, dreams do come this true. morning I dreamt that I was going to have wine. And now I'm wine. having wine. That's, the, that's the, my best psychic moments come about I mean, alcohol. It's that, like, you're an alka psychic. I'm an alka psychic. Or psychoholic. I'm a psychoholic. Is that it? I think maybe both. Maybe. I don't. I a can't. psychoholic is like the addiction of S- seeing the future. Maybe. 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 It's, maybe. it's Yeah. Yeah. It's a little minority reporty. Yeah. It's very oh, my, much. My. <laughs> stick me in a bathtub and that's all I do all day. Yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah. Oh, and it's also the time of year where everybody's having parties. I know. There's party, so many. Party, party, parties. And speaking it. of alcohol and parties, oh my God, my my day job yeah. um, is addicted to alcohol because if you worked there, you would be yeah. too. Yeah. And um, so what's interesting, we did a gift exchange. And what you know every year mm-hmm. at our gift, gift mm-hmm. exchange is that 90% of it is going to be booze. Which is amazing. going to be passed around. Yeah. And so for the first half of it, it was different sizes of fireball. Right. And that people kept stealing, wanting the bigger size. And I got this whole cocktails from around the world. It's amazing. And I'm like, that works. It supports That's, my yeah. alcoholism. 
Yeah, it's and a your dream of different cultures. <gasps> True. Oh, See, this is how it goes. This is how it goes. I like and it. I mean, and it supports that the other night I did drink two bottles of wine. Yeah, and no, apparently, we don't talk about that. And apparently texted some friends. You did? And, yes. Oh, I we did. didn't even talk about this. And, no, oh, this is for later. So okay. yeah, so I texted some friends. Wow. And those are the best stories you can ever hear. Wow. How come I didn't get a text? I didn't even get a text. Where were you? You were out. No, I came home. Well, I was out for a second, but then I came home. I don't remember the day. I was out and I came home. No, I don't even remember. It was a day. Yeah, what? It was a day. So you're right. You're not wrong. A day happened, and I drank two bottles of wine. Wow. So yay. That's good. Hey, and who still got up and went to work the next day? That's right, I did. Oh wow. Yeah. Because I'm a responsible drinker wow i know. I know see that's 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 how you have to do it last I night um i had a little work thing where everybody um basically bought everyone drinks that's and how, i thought oh, there was going to be dinner go. i <gasps> thought but there was no there were apps and drinks oh, okay. and At so it was a lot of um, yeah. a lot of drinking and then after that i was like well i already promised that i'm gonna go out and i haven't seen my friends and we're going to karaoke blah blah, blah. so it just continued on to way late at night drinking so i get home and i'm just like oh, tomorrow's gonna suck and the first hour did suck but then i you know yeah. you recover did you do the two you take two tylenol no you drink two glasses of water and you go to bed i do the glasses of water mm-hmm. not the tylenol oh, but i don't glasses, like to drink. i i take those anyway. i don't but i i don't know i just drink water throughout the night and i'm good in the morning i've never been hung over after that yeah you know but it's like you wake up and you're like oh i'm pretty mm-hmm. exhausted I know, but all this yeah. stuff. The gym helps. I feel like it's only been a week since our last show. Yeah, uh, which was a lot of fun, of course. And there's eight thousand things I want to talk about. I'm like, of course, this is a special, t- <laughs> your special two-hour edition yeah. of the Martini Lounge because hey, we're also maybe. so we're doing fun. We're also talking mm. about our the road to LA, and I want to. Oh yes, this is where we should insert a little theme song, the road to LA, and I want it to be like Stewie. And Brian doing a duet off a of Family Guy oh, okay. called The Road okay. to L.A. The and it's about our, because that's where we're heading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you listen, and Countdown okay. Girls, it's, uh, it's like five months. Yeah. Five, five months. It's coming around. Into April. That's all yeah. I know. I know. Oh, my God. It's really echoey in here. I just noticed that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It's really <laughs> echoey in here. I didn't wow. hear it. Well, see, my ears are fully covered. Yeah. Well, so I don't I know. Hear. Anyways, but yeah, you were. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to LA. We're yeah. probably much less echoey. I know. And it's yeah. going to be so. I don't know. Canyons. Well, you know, that's true. So we're excited. So we're going to LA. Yeah, and and that's going to be in about five, four months. Five, mm-hmm. four, five, four-ish months. Five, four, four, five, four, five. Yeah, five, four-ish. And yeah, yeah. it's going to be so fun. We've even picked an area. We have. We just yeah. pulled up a map and closed our eyes, spun around, there. Yeah. and we're like, thank you know God what? this place is in California because exactly. we could have ended up anywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's New York, honestly. Yeah, you're right. we're, we're, we're in Oklahoma. Bolivia. Fuck. It's oh, like, Bolivia. oh, shit. Fuck. Don't, don't put us in a different country, girl. Yeah, right. But yeah. cost of living, probably better. Probably, probably better. Probably. Yeah, so we've done all that research. We have yeah. a lot more to do. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. We're it's looking at the Silver Lake area, so people are. get ready. And actually, who we'll we're going to be talking there. to today is we'll uh, has a show that takes place in Silver Lake. So Which I'm, is so bizarre. I'm watching the show mm-hmm. half as a documentary about travel to Silver Lake and half as the show. So because <laughs> yeah. it's a fiction the research. show. But, I yeah. know. Well, what's funny is uh, because this is coming up so quickly. I mean, you and I have our planning, and we're so we're on track, and we're going quickly. there. But. Um, every article I read, I'm, I, every single day, I'm like, okay, 101 tips or whatever, you yeah. know, like those kinds of articles, mm-hmm. like things you need to know to be an implant in LA, whatever. Yeah. Um, which hate that How word. How not implant. to get killed. 
hate that word. Implants. I don't. I have not because yeah, that doesn't it's like, seem I, right. I, I, yeah, it's so medical. It's like no, I need, I'm I'm here. Accept me. Don't I, me. I need an article that I'm just gonna have to write yeah. when I get there. How to be overweight in LA. That's <laughs> oh. what I'm gonna write. Girl, it's true. Yeah. It's a it's a survival guide. Yeah. I think I will write that. But here's the thing. For Bears. In LA, you have two options. You can either uh, walk slash metro it, which they have a metro, apparently. They have like an well, underground so, train system. Oh. Yeah, no, no, like subways. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have like like a subway. They have Doesn't that. it scare you a little bit a that, lot. that we don't, lo- they that don't we talk don't know. about it? <gasps> and earthquake LA. area. I know. Well, I'm true. not getting on a subway in earthquake area. Yeah, but isn't, I'm taking isn't the that, bus. Isn't, no, isn't that better than like on a freeway? Like we're on a ramp when you fall oh, down? Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, just don't now be there on our earth. Pan- I'm panicking. <laughs> just stay at home. Give me a paperback. Uh, yeah. But, uh, no, you have two options. You can either walk and do the underground unknown. Right. Very underground. Yeah, metro. Or you're stuck in traffic for so long you never get to eat. Yeah. So oh, you get so skinny. You too. You're going to get so skinny. I will say the good thing about having 80 million people. That's wrong for children listening. <laughs> do not put that in your report at school. Having so many millions of people, though, in the area. Right. Like, there's someone for everyone. Because there's a huge chaser community. Oh, yeah. And if you chub chaser, that's the official. There's a huge bear community. Those are my boys. The bears. Absolutely. Hey, boys. And we're doing a minor pit stop just to to go to the area. Mm -hmm. Just to be, to involve ourselves in the area. Dip our toe. Yes. And we're going to go to Palm Springs during... Mm -hmm. IBC. Yeah. International Bear, Bear Conference. Conference. Oh, I know. Look at that. And all I'm going to say is what you're going to want to do for me okay. is take a rope and just tie <laughs> it tight around my waist. So if you oh. haven't seen me in a few hours, just that's pull called me a in. leash. And I am not doing that to you, but you can ask someone else. <laughs> that is a leash. I'm good. That is. You can play <laughs> your things with someone else. I do not need a leash, okay? <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, I guess the leash goes on the neck, yeah. though. <laughs> Oh, this where, where is, did yeah, this one this go? This was around the way. So you, if you don't see me for a few hours and you're like, where the wow. fuck is he? Just pull me in. Because yeah. like, you're chum in the water. Just throw <laughs> me out okay. there. I'll, I'll be out too. I'll, I'll be fi- busy. I'll find, I'll oh, find you'll be bear. eaten alive. I'll, I'll find a bear or something. Or an otter. I don't know. There'll be tons. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be something. chasers, bears, otter, all Everybody. of the, the rainbow. There's going to be gonna a be rainbow. There. I know. And at and some point, we'll actually, like, you know, do look at whatever. LA and do work. But <laughs> we're going down the there part. for research purposes and also a lot of sex. <laughs> I need, to, yes, I need wow. to research the dick that is available. <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. like to research the side of the ba- pavement that ends by the pool with a lounge yes. chair and a drink in my hand. I do too. That's the kind of research I wanna, I'm going to be wanna, doing. You know what? I want to research the lifestyle. Um, of which I plan to become accustomed. Thank you. That is what that is. I would like to be a researcher of lifestyles <laughs> yes. all around the world yes. and get paid for that. And the lifestyle is always that? over yeah. a median <laughs> income yeah. of like $600,000. High middle class or <laughs> above. Please. Although I will say, can we see... Mm-hmm. Who is deciding yeah. what uh, income level the <laughs> the place are? Because I'm just going to say I, I might have read. We don't get into things, politics on the show like we did in our, our radio show. But I do want to say this. When I found out, I'm, I thought I was middle class. Yeah. Um, when I found out that the median income level for a middle class family is $125,000, I said, where is that happening? Because yeah. I need to fucking get a plane ticket and move because yeah. no. Who is pulling numbers? Because girl, that that's puts the family. So that's, low that's poverty. joint, right? Yeah. That's joint. Yeah, middle yeah. average middle class. I don't know. Mm, household they, in our, where we live right here is anywhere between, depending on if you're looking county lines or city. Yeah. Uh, anywhere between forty-one and sixty thousand for family. Still, 
Yes, we oh are my God. still wow still below. Well, you know, in areas like Seattle and LA and New York, and the the places where it's expensive to live, well, they mm-hmm. make that money because they have to. Because they have to. So yeah, yeah so yeah. average. I believe down in LA, yeah, yeah. hundred thousand average for a family. Ain't sure. No way that I believe sure. it's over across the board of the U.S. It's one hundred twenty-five thousand. Yeah. Well, plus that number has jumped oh, up. Sense. Jump just a slight, yeah. Yeah. massive amount since we we've discussed this last. Anyways, yeah. just saying. So, well, we're yeah. going to move where the money is better. <laughs> exactly. Where the money is better, but also everything costs a fortune. Yes. But, so but listen, keep well, tuning because we're going to tell work. you yeah. road to L.A. You're just going to yeah. follow us on our road. Please, can someone actually follow us by taking us there? Yes. Can that be the following and, that you do? And putting us up and mm-hmm. buying mm-hmm. a house. Thank That's you. That's fine. Who wants to buy us a house in L.A.? Listen. Please. One of us Bitty, will give please. you what you want. We, is that you? The, the joy, this is the joy oh. of being us. Okay. Very different individuals. Yeah. Very different body types, age, everything. Because then we have mass appeal. That's true. So listen, we if you need most pieces, if you need a, a, if you need a little something, something to convince you, one of us is bound to be able to fulfill that. Yeah. I've just said. And if not, you can close your eyes and it's <laughs> all the same. It's all good. Put a flag over their face and do it for your country. That's right. That's Thank how you. that works. Thank Anyways, you. Anyways, I'm excited. And so now that we're yeah. being more open, this is the thing that made me think about talking more about our road to L.A. Mm-hmm. is we, we get a, okay, we have some good friends that we love, but yeah. bitches. <laughs> they're like, so I know your show's been almost on for almost a year, and I just started oh, yeah, listening. Just about. Yeah, almost wow. a year now. Oh, my God. He goes, I just started listening. Mm. You guys are going to L.A.? I'm like, bitch, we told you that last time. In, we were person, in person. Like, to your face. I said it to your face. Yeah, and you were excited when you heard. So, yeah. I don't know so what the... <laughs> I don't know what you're putting on now, bitch. <laughs> what is this? What is Listen, this? are you writing a Broadway show? I don't know what you're going <laughs> for. But... You get a Tony for your performance. <laughs> But he, <laughs> you knew. Stan, if you're listening, you're lucky we love you. I know. <laughs> no, That's but so this true. is what That's I say so to Stan, so and, and I, you know, is that, uh, well, I guess you're just going to have to spend a lot more time with us. I know. Before, before we and, go. like, yeah. you told them, so I guess you're going to have to visit a lot because we I, love I tell that to everybody. Those. I tell that to everybody yeah. because they're like, you're moving to LA. I'm going to miss you so much. I'm like, well, then fucking visit, you bitch. Hello. I'll be back. It's I know. That, well, yeah, yeah you have family we, here. They yeah. might kill you. I know. I have to be. Oh. But it's yeah, also it's also California. Yeah. Like it's not that far from where we are now. Exactly. And who exactly. doesn't want to get out of this girl? Beautiful cold. All I'm saying is you pay for the ticket, and once we're settled in, then there's a place for you to stay. Have, listen, we'll there's save some boxes from the move. Yeah. And we'll tape some together, and <laughs> here you go. That's your bed. There you slash go. house. <laughs> yes. That's slash house. We'll put you in the back yeah. patio. Right. It's fine. There's a doggy bed somewhere, I'm sure. I, yes. Yeah, I'm we'll sure. put you on that. <laughs> Listen. Just curl up it. nicely, you know? Exactly. So <laughs> keep tuning in, and we'll keep telling yeah. you what the Rotel A is. And so that, the fun thing about this show today is um, now that we kind of it's mm-hmm. – mm-hmm. and because it's going to be a sh- quick shot now when the New Year starts yeah. – um, so it was fun to watch. So we are watching yes. this gay show. Yes. Super um, gay. And yeah. I love it. East, East Siders. East Siders. It's really fun. It is. And it's been on, it's had third season is mm-hmm. out now. Yep. Um, you can binge watch the first two seasons on Netflix. And so right. that's what, right. you know, in prep, that's we what did. I did. Yeah, I watched exactly. yeah. first two seasons. And also they sent us the third season. We got to watch that. Right. And it's very fascinating. And it's a guy, this guy was on uh, Mad Men. He was on the last two mm-hmm. seasons of Mad Men. Yep. And yep. so, but this storyline, what I love mm-hmm. about this show Tell is me. that it, it's, First of all, it takes place in L.A., and I'm, I'm really wanting to see right. more of L.A. now because well, I want to see what it's like. the most accurate representation is obviously film. Duh. Oh, obviously. Obvi- that's obviously the scripted. best research. Scripted, scripted film. film. Non-documentary. Yes. 
out of fiction, somebody film. fiction yeah, yeah out of somebody's imagination totally. yeah so that's what the best thing it's is. research so, you guys fuck documentaries <laughs> <laughs> michael no. moore go to hell. yeah there you go so no so so that's what's fun but it's also about what i also love about the show is about mm. relationships right so we have a lot of movies out there in right. the gay in the gay world and i watch a lot of them and they typically are about falling in love or... You know, and it's great. And we yes, love that. and we need them. Right, absolutely. But very few do we ever delve into what it's like to actually be in a relationship. Right. Like, what the, the real issues... Yeah. 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 And because it's like... I mean, I feel like when we watch those movies that are like, oh, this beautiful love story, they fell in yes, love while happily yeah. ever after, they travel forever. But you don't realize that every day you're going to be arguing about who didn't load the dishwasher or who yes, did. Like, it's true. Girl, that's normal yes. shit. Or you didn't have sex for the last 30 days. And yeah. neither of you realized it till that one day and you're like, fuck, why aren't we fucking? Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's how I always approach it. Fuck, why aren't we fucking? Fuck, why aren't we fucking? Yeah, exactly. Also, how no, do you not realize things... that you haven't had sex for 30 days? I don't know. I feel Girl, like I, I feel like in my head, mm-hmm. there's three compartments, there's food, there's like <laughs> attitude, and then there's a clock that ticks from the last time I had yes. sex. It's like, ding, ding, you know what's ding, funny ding, about that though? As yeah. a as a single man, and I spend most the majority of my life single, yeah. I've had some relationships, but I do have that clock that knows yes. the last time I had sex. Exactly. But to the second. I've been into, I've been, I've had serious relationships. Yeah. And my last one, which was like, I don't know, seven years ago. Oh my God. Uh, I, wow. I basically, we were married. We, we had a beautiful house. We had the dog, everything, oh, right? Love it. Um, but no, that right. clock isn't there. Right. So we were together for a while, quite wow. a few years. And I know there were times you didn't know. Because life gets busy. Huh. Wow. Okay. And because okay. when yeah. you've been together a while, so there is that moment where you're like, Right, right. You but, got kind of busy. But let totally. me, let, let me totally. give you some relationship advice for Let's all you people it. listening. Don't let it go too far, though, because it can, even if it's for reasons like you're busy, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that can cause issues because you wake up one day and it's been six months. You've drifted apart because sex is a right. great way to connect, a great mm-hmm. way to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there, that's, totally. that's your precursor to when we have Damon Jacobs on next. <laughs> right. uh, Again, but yeah. it's true. But the clock doesn't work the same in a relationship as it does when that's I'm fascinating. single. Right. right. Well, and that's what the show discovers, I guess. You I know. know. That's oh, why it's so important. It, so, yeah, it has yeah. Uh, straight relationships, gay relationships, uh, uh, lesbian, you know, lesbians, everything. Everybody is yeah. in there. A so drag queen relationship. That's, and I just that's want fun. you to know, you for know. those from my generation, yeah. um, all of us, whether you were gay or straight, you knew of the porn actress Tracy Lords, mm-hmm. and she was a big straight porn star well she plays one of the moms in this and mm-hmm. she is phenomenal right i and love watching her she is so well fun. that's funny because she's not the only porn star on here there's another no. one who comes mm. in to plays a very sexy lumberjack in the third season uh, that's all i'm um, saying i want just, him so bad i yeah, can't handle it i'm just saying and <laughs> i admit the minute i saw yeah. him and they had their little oh, yeah. thing i went and looked up his porn isn't it great <laughs> Oh, he's so young. He's, yeah, and he's, he's very a smart. delicious man. He's he's smart porn. I know. See? <laughs> I don't know if that's a genre. I'm like, but it is. He's in I'm it. gonna marry him. It's okay. Do it. You he's, just wait. I approve. Put your mind right to something. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. His oh. dick is beautiful. <laughs> you're right. So, you're right. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we should actually interview Kit. <laughs> wait, you um, think we should, wait, we should we actually might. do a show? I don't know. I don't. What I the fuck? Do you, where do you think you are? Maybe at some point after eight hours of discussion. We do have someone. Maybe we do need a show that's like bonus, and it's just us. <laughs> yeah, Maybe it's just us. Yeah. I know. Uh, of us going, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. So yeah. So right. who are we talking yeah. to? Uh, Kit Williamson. He's the creator, also actor. Yeah. Um, on this show, you see him in his underwear a lot. You do. I, well, it's a gay show. Yeah, it's you know, beautiful. More or less. Hey, it's not complaining. Perfect. Oh, I not know. complaining. No, he did yeah. that right. Yeah. Yeah. So here you go. So, yeah. 
You may know our next guest from his past role as Ed Gifford on AMC's Mad Men, or as star and creator of the critically acclaimed show Eastsiders, which just released its anticipated third season. But we are about to know him from that amazing show, The Martini Lounge, and we're very excited to welcome Kit Williamson to The Lounge. Kit, are you there? Hey, I'm here. Thanks for having me. Well, hello and good morning. <laughs> Bright and early. <laughs> good morning to y'all, too. <laughs> so, Kit, let's, let's start right away with some of our listeners who may not know. Can you kind of give us an overview, now that we're in third season, of what Eastsiders is about, what you would say it is about? Sure thing. Eastsiders is a dark comedy about a gay couple living in Silver Lake, California, and the sad and funny messes that they and their friends make out of their lives. Oh, Wait, that sounds like my life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how how did how did this concept come about, and why do you think it's such an important story to tell? Well, originally my goals were pretty simple. I just wanted to depict LGBT characters, mm-hmm. gay characters specifically, in the way that straight characters get to be depicted in dark comedies with flaws and complexities. They don't always make the right decisions and where we hopefully follow along with and empathize with them anyway, because that's been my experience is that more often than not, I make mistakes and hopefully the world and my friends will forgive me and see me through it. Oh, it's uh, let me tell you, this show is real. Uh, every time mm, I watch it, I'm like, mm. oh, fuck. Yeah, it gets I, more complicated? <laughs> yeah. I right. totally recognize uh-huh. that situation, and I hate <laughs> it. No, so it's been now three seasons over about five years, so it's not the typical way that uh, we're used to TV series going. Why do you think that the fans uh, are so connected to this series, and what keeps it going over that period of time? Well, I think part of it, part of the connection is that, you know, my husband and I produce it together. We're totally open about the process. We've run three crowdfunding campaigns to keep the show going and raised over a quarter of a million dollars. So the fans have really been the driving force behind the show and helping us make it. We wouldn't be able to make it without viewers of the show. Um, And that's been incredible for us to see how people have had this relationship with this show for now going on five years. Like we don't have a lot of long form gay mm-hmm. storytelling mm-hmm. options, right? We, uh, it, it's rare to get a gay show that's been going on for that long totally. and to track the development of a relationship. Mm-hmm. The central relationship is, uh, my character and Van Hansis's character from as the world turns. Mm-hmm. And it's been really cool to see three different seasons. Now, uh, th- a snapshot of three di- very different, uh, stages of this couple's relationship in their lives well that's that's the that's the amazing thing of the show is these characters and the stories that it tells um walk us through a little bit we talked a little uh you know your fans kind of carry through this series walk us through the journey of youtube kickstarter then to logo netflix vimeo i mean you've been you've been kind of all across the board there on all these platforms yeah, it's been a really circuitous path. So we started on YouTube back in 2012. We just put the first two episodes online to see what happened and to see if it resonated with mm-hmm. people. Sure. And it definitely did. We, uh, we did a crowdfunding campaign right after to raise money for the rest of the first season and raise nearly double our goal. Our goal was 15000 I think we raised like 26000 and got approached by Logo to premiere the rest of the season on their digital platform. From there, we got picked up for the cable channel as a TV movie. We made a distribution deal with Wolf Video 
to put us out on DVD and video on demand internationally. And then season two, we raised $153,000 on Kickstarter to do a longer season. So the six half hours in season two, which is the same thing that season three is. And when we were putting out the show, we first put it out on Vimeo. It's a Vimeo exclusive. Mm -hmm. And then we were able to broker a deal with Netflix to put the first two seasons out of streaming video on demand. And it's a worldwide exclusive. The second season is on Netflix right now. Oh, I know. You can binge this shit, I'm telling you. Because I watched all two seasons and then lucky enough to get on Vimeo and watch this this third season. And it's definitely worth it. And the the writing, there's a reason this show definitely has gotten acclaim and even uh, nominations. Because the writing is really good and the acting, I'm, I'm very impressed by it. You know, I think we get to think of an indie show and just expect it's going to be good, but maybe, you know, not as quality. But this, you've really put together a really quality show. Well, thank you so much. I mean, I'm so proud of all of the actors. When we started out in 2012, you know, uh, to see where they've all kind of go- gone and how much they've grown um, and how much their careers have grown. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. everybody is just doing gangbusters. They're all on TV shows oh, and, yeah. uh, and killing it. Um, and, and that's been really, really cool to watch. They all started out as, you know, we were just had a very, like, let's put on a showcase mentality. Like we were putting this on in, in our backyard, literally. There's a <laughs> whole backyard. Uh, we're, like, we converted my backyard to the exterior of a gay bar uh, for one episode. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know everybody's career is blowing up. Like, Constance Wu is on Fresh Off the Boat and Crazy Rich yeah. Asians. And Stephen Guarino is on oh, yeah. a new Showtime show called I'm Dying Up Here. Yes. Brianna uh, Brown was always very successful, yeah, but she's yeah. on a Dynasty now. Like, literally, like, everywhere you turn on your TV, there's an East Siders cast member. <laughs> right. <cool>. right? <laughs> and you can still see, the, see them now in season three. I know that's the exciting part. You mentioned in an interview recently about this, specifically about this third season, that you wanted to take this concept of an all-American road trip and you wanted to take it back for gay people. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, so the third season, spoiler alert, the third season finds Cal and Tom dissatisfied with their move to New York, and they decide to move back to L.A. Um, So they are going to do it by uh, by cross-country road trip, and we actually Mm -hmm. did the road trip. We drove from New York to Los Angeles over the course of three weeks and shot on location in Mm -hmm. 16 states. Wow. Oh, my God. That must have been exciting. And also, it was wild. Yeah, Yeah, I bet. (laughs) I I slept for a month afterwards. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. No doubt. And how come when I go cross country, I never meet a hot bear like you guys do? That's all I have to say. Uh, Where is he at? (laughs) That's what I need. They do do run a foul of a handsome drifter, which is that classic Stillman Louise trope. Yeah. I wanted to play with turning that on its head, too. Oh, that's so fun. And thank you for that. I mean, that yeah, was right. a little treat. And we I love a good Thelma and Louise <laughs> reference. Yeah, that's, my, <laughs> that's my era right there. So I, I do have to ask, you know, I, what are your thoughts on you know our currently politically charged atmosphere? Do you think it's going to be harder for LGBT actors to be out? Um, or do you think that's just more of a reason for them to be? I think it's more of a reason for them to be out. I think that we... Um, as a society, it, t- mm-hmm. it takes the industry, and like the entertainment industry, a couple of years to catch up to where society is at any given moment. Because 
the industry is so fear driven. Everybody's mm, constantly sure. losing their jobs and constantly um, being right. held responsible for a project not succeeding. Um, right. And I, and you know, I, I, I'm very optimistic about the future. I'm very excited about the political climate in Los Angeles right now, in New York right now, in in a lot of the liberal hubs. I feel like we're getting to a place where we're having really much needed conversations. And we're forced to look at ourselves in the mirror. And so I I think that we're going to see more and more people coming out, more and more people thinking of themselves as activists. And, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not saying that people were becoming complacent. You know, that's not my place to tell people how politically active to be. Um, But definitely there's a fire under people's butts now that maybe wasn't there before. Totally. Yeah, and you're right. That That gives me hope. Yes, oh, absolutely. You know, yes, yeah. let's get the spirit and the fight back. I agree with you completely. So, talk to us a bit about this organization, the New Hollywood LGBT. Like, how it came together and what is it? Well, the New Hollywood was founded by Brianna Brown mm. years and years and years ago. I think almost a decade ago, and it is kind of a uh, group for women in Hollywood that want to set a different tone. They wanted to support other women, and we um, rather than cut each other down and be competitive. Right. And they uh, support other charities. They have charity initiatives of their own. And they just generally come together to mm-hmm. badasses and help one another and to help women in the entertainment industry. And we wanted to do something similar for LGBT people. So we actually uh, did a crowdfunding campaign and raised a couple thousand dollars to give out some grants to LGBT oh, wow. student filmmakers. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. It's much, yeah, I mean, And it's much needed, I think, down in Hollywood. You know, it's anytime you have an opportunity to kind of connect with other people that share your goals mm-hmm. and share your uh, your vision for um, you know a, a kind a kinder, gentler um, Los Angeles, the better. <laughs> I, I think that especially LGBT people, like we we know as a community that you've got to stick up for one another. You got to put your money where your mouth is for the next generation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So with with Eastsiders, um, let's let's hop back to that. What were you hoping for when you started this series? What was what was your goal? My goals are super super simple. I just really wanted to make something cool with my friends. I wanted yeah. to play gay because I'd never played gay before. I only ever got hired to play nerd. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like an entertainment industry version of gay or you know, right. right. <laughs> um, and I also uh, I, I wanted to um, to make a little bit of a, a splash in kind of the gay blog circuit because I read the gay blogs every morning. Um, every morning I check like out Polaroid, Huffington Post, Queer Voices, Queer TV, Jezebel. I'm such a, uh, a right. blog junkie. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, and just to put it online for free and see what happens. And it's really been a, a incredible journey. It has shaped the last five years of both me and my husband's lives doing this. Oh, we sure. Didn't, yeah. You know, we didn't know what we were signing up for necessarily, but I'm super excited by everything that's happened. Well, yeah. I mean, the show even earned two Emmy nominations. I mean, what's that got to feel like, especially when you, like you said, you, you did it to have fun with your friends and to put out this, this cool show that you liked. What was it like to actually be nominated for, for an Emmy? It's so cool, and I think it's it's amazing that the uh, the Emmys are recognizing longer form digital storytelling in this category. 
Um, they now have three web series categories: mm-hmm. one short form comedy, one long form dramedy, uh, one short form comedy, short form drama, and uh, this longer form category for uh, outstanding digital daytime drama series. So it's um, it's really cool to see the Emmys embrace this kind of storytelling because we're seeing more and more and more of it. I mean, increasingly, right. it is also a pathway into the industry for a lot of people. Oh, totally. I know that it was that for me because I, I got to develop a project at CBS last year and I've been writing more for television and that's really become my central focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because of Eastsiders. See, that's ama- amazing. And even you even said, I mean, it takes over a lot of your life. Even your husband works on this show with you. I, because I'm the hopeless sentimental romantic in this duo over here. I must know how did you two meet? Well, John and I met 11 years ago in New York when I was a college student. Oh wow! He's a little bit older than me, not too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's six years older than me, and uh, I had just uh, gotten hired to uh, to be in a Broadway play in my junior year of college, and um, it was such a giddy, crazy time in my yeah. life. I'd like just turned 21 sure. like, oh. during rehearsals. Oh. And um, uh, they had a party for our play at Angus McIndoo, which was this old theater district hangout on 44th Street. Uh-huh. And he was bartending on the third floor. And a friend of mine that was uh, in the cast with me had gone to conservatory with him at North Carolina School of the Arts. Um, and she did the best match. I think she noticed us making some enchanted evening eyes in the room. And she did the best matchmaking I've ever seen or heard of. She just came up to both of us individually and said, you know, John's single and not crazy, and walked away. <laughs> Sold. That's Sold. it. That's all you have to right. say. Right. That's it. Uh, that's all the information that's hilarious oh and that was 11 years ago how long have you been married now we've been married a year and a half now oh my god God. congratulations yes congratulations and it gives the rest of us gay little hearts hope exactly hope and happiness yeah (laughs) well it's been it's been really cool we've been back across uh back and forth across the country Mm. uh three times now um from Mm-hmm. LA, from New York to LA to New York to LA again. <laughs> and right. uh, doing this road trip definitely tested our relationship oh, sure. in sure. brand new ways that we never thought possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'm excited we made it out the other side. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now you there can you be go. stronger than ever. Exactly. Well, and Eastsiders kind of deals with some of those complications of relationships. I mean, is that kind of where you drew? Um, your inspiration from, you know, all of these themes throughout the show? Yeah, definitely. If I were to pitch the show to like a network, for example, mm-hmm. and explain how it's not like Queer as Folk or Looking, right. for right. example, right. I would say this is actually a show about gay relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's not a show about dating or discovering yourself and your identity. It's, it, it's about the challenges that long-term couples have long-term relationships have season two especially we had a bunch of different relationships we had a lesbian couple we had multiple gay couples some just starting their relationships um like uh steven guarino's character and willem the drag queen's character they they have like a brand new relationship in season two and exploring you know what's hard about like 
that moment of commitment versus, right. you know, five years in with a cat. Right, <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> well, and it's nice to see, you know, we, I think uh, it's been talked about forever for the last, you know, quite a few years about how it's nice to start seeing reflections of ourselves in the media mm-hmm. that we look mm-hmm. at. So it's nice to go beyond that dating phase that it seems like a lot of things deal with, which is great and entertaining, but it's really nice to look into the relationships themselves and mm-hmm. see that reflected to us on screen. Totally. Yeah, I think we're finally getting uh, an array, a diverse array mm-hmm. of kinds of representation for LGBT characters as we filter into the mainstream through Sondaland shows and through, uh, you know, having like a strong supporting lead on TV shows. Now even... Uh, the actual lead on some TV shows, which yes. is really cool. Yeah, which is amazing. Um, and I want to be a part of that. I'm excited to be a part of that. Exactly. Now, okay, so we're going to bring it in. I'm going to ask you a very serious question. Now, we've asked this question to people like Margaret Cho and Michael Ian Black and even Stephen Guarino, who we absolutely adore on this show. So even though all you have to do is watch Siders to know the answer, we're going to ask you, boxers or briefs? Oh, my God. Uh, definitely boxer briefs. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it has to be the hybrid. It totally I does. I don't even understand why it's an option uh, yeah. otherwise. I mean, briefs are an option. That's a, that's a good option, too. <laughs> don't, no don't take that yeah. away now. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear a brief. I will wear a brief, but yeah. I am, I'm more drawn to boxer briefs aesthetically. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know? right? No, I agree with you completely. I will say for all of our listeners, like I mentioned earlier, you can binge watch Eastsiders on Netflix, and if you would like to see men in their underwear, watch the show. Just watch mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. It's great acting and wonderful eye candy. It really is. It is, it is everything I want in my, you know, Friday night binge. <laughs> it is. It's everything. <laughs> well, I mean, that thing, guys. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, it, you're right. You're yeah, right. It's right. one of our favorite things about the show um, is, is the characters and then the eye candy. Um, but creating it, um, Kit, what was one of your favorite things that you connected to um, while being in the process of the whole show? Well, honestly, in this new season, the first episode really follows Stephen Guarino and Willem. Mm-hmm. Uh, it follows them in this capsule episode where it's just the two of them. And that was really magical to shoot. It was like, you know, sometimes you know when you're shooting that you're catching lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's uh, it was definitely an experience like that. The plot of this episode is that um, it's called Priscilla, mm-hmm. and uh, their character's uh, convertible breaks down on the way to a drag mm-hmm. gig in Cathedral City, mm-hmm. and they get waylaid in Palm Springs for the week. And it's kind of this uh, this you know two hander comedy act that Willem and Stephen have perfected mm-hmm. that is so <laughs> fun to write for. And um, they, uh, you know, they end up going to a lot of really dramatic, interesting places too. Right. Uh, kind of unexpected places, I'll just say. And, uh, and it was such a thrill to get to do that kind of episode with the two of them. They're so incredibly talented. Well, and they're so on screen. They came off as so dynamic and so oh, totally. as if they're in the moment. As we've known talking to Stephen over the years, um, the man just can bounced everywhere mm-hmm. off the walls and, and he's just hilarious jumped, hilarious yeah. can jump off an idea and uh willem 
always when you see Willem on TV, it seems the same. That chemistry really does just come right off the screen. And it's a lot of fun just to, to sit and watch on our end. Yeah, because they're they're also just like really competitive comedically, which I love. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> just kind of like one upping one another, and the characters one up one another now mm-hmm. too, because I paid attention to that and I started writing for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's uh it's really really fun to get to watch them go. Yeah. Well, and working with people like uh, Stephen Guarino and Willem and Colby Keller and Tracy Lords and all of these people who who we recognize as fans, anyways. How do you as a director mesh these personalities? And is there, how does directing work when the personalities are already so developed on their own outside of the character? How do you do that as a director? How do you wrangle that in? Well, you know, honestly, it's been pretty effortless with all of the actors on the show. Um, you know, I've had the, the benefit of being familiar with them and knowing them personally, usually beforehand. Uh, with a couple of exceptions, but generally like I got to meet them first and got to write for them or I was writing right, for their right. body of work, you know? So right. I feel like a lot of my directing gets done in the writing mm-hmm. yeah. just because I'm, I'm thinking about them very specifically when I'm writing. I'm not, you know, I'm not just like abstractly writing and hoping that they, that it resonates with them. I'm really thinking about what I know that they could hit out of the park. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, and it obviously works so well. I mean, the characters play off each other. That I mean, it it really is a very immersive show, and it really gets you. Um, like Jonathan said, binge binge worthy material here. Now, okay, okay, you've got a lot going on. I mean, organizations, you're promoting, you're acting, directing, filming, all of this, all these projects. Um, first of all, are we going to see another season of Eastsiders? Um, and what else can we expect from you in the future? You know, I say never say never. I definitely right. have ideas for future storylines. I mean, this is like birthing a baby, though. Like, <laughs> literally, I, I have a little postpartum depression. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we, we're, like, getting it out there, yeah. doing the press for it, doing the marketing for it. Totally. We're a little cottage industry, and we do it all in our, our living room. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely so much work, and our work is our work for season three is not done. Mm-hmm. So I've been kicking around ideas thinking about a fourth season, but right. you know, we're still very much in the trenches for season right. three. Totally. Uh, in the meantime, uh, my husband and I have been doing a lot of uh, kind of like travel content. Um, we do a travel series for Alton magazine where we just went to uh, Toronto to shoot some videos for them nice. with uh, our pal Daniel Cooper. And uh, we just went down with the, uh, YouTubers and some friends of ours to uh, Key West to shoot another round of videos for them that we produce. Nice. And, um, you know, we, we are doing more and more travel stuff and really getting into that sort of, uh, I, it's a dirty word, but Instagram influencer. Sort oh, of sure. Word. <laughs> right, yes. right. It's but a it's dirty fun. but it's fun, fun word. We started a blog. Yeah. We have our own gay travel and lifestyle blog called Where Gentlemen Go. Oh, uh, that's which, fun. Spotlights, you know, different uh, kind of Instagram mm-hmm. travel folks as they uh, they talk about not just where they like to go in their city, but also their workout routine and things like that. Um, it's home design, uh, lifestyle, and uh, and travel. You just so don't like to relax. What's that? <laughs> that? I said you just don't like to relax. You are constantly working. I try. I really try, <laughs> and I. 
I just did the uh, Sundance New Voices Lab, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. developing another project there, which is kind of a queer 30-something mm-hmm. set in New Orleans. Oh, nice. Um, I've been working on that script and uh, and always working on trying to sell other stuff too, but right. East Siders is definitely uh, on my mind. See, And that's amazing. And it shows uh, it's a, a work of passion. And so mm-hmm. we do want to remind all our listeners, you can binge watch the first two seasons of East Siders on Netflix right now. You can watch third season on Vimeo. Um, and it's so worth it. It's a lot of fun. And uh, I'm so glad you created the show. And it's been more than a pleasure to talk to you, sir. Likewise. Thank you guys so much for, for having me on. I love having a martini at 7 a.m. I right. know, right? <laughs> I, you know yeah. there is a such thing as a coffee martini. I'm just That's saying. Right. That's it's right. It's a thing, and it's delicious. <laughs> Listen, have some toast, and it's breakfast. It is. That's Listen, right. I love it. Well, have an amazing day out there in L.A., and uh, we'll send everybody we can your way, because I'm going to be watching the show all over again, you know, because I have to pay attention oh, now so that I've job. seen the, the sexy men. Now I have to watch the storyline. <laughs> it was such a pleasure talking to y'all. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you too. Take care. And that was Kit Williamson. He is the creator and the star of the amazing LGBT series uh, Eastsiders. And I have to say, when I was doing writing the intro, up, I didn't say specifically LGBT because mm-hmm. what I love about this show mm-hmm. is. I think you forget that it's, I mean, you know they're gay, but you forget just because all of the complications, it's just like, oh, It's what, just a relationship. freaking relationship has not be been gay. through some yeah. of this shit? Oh, and they work it out. It's just real life right in front of you. Yeah. And they have some great, Sean Maher, if you love, like, Firefly, he's in this. Yeah. Yeah. He, and it's incredible the cast beautiful. that they have and, oh. you know, the, the co-stars and guest stars. And, oh, exactly. it's amazing. It's so fun. And it's well, well written, very well right. acted. And yeah. it's just a fun show and the thing is it has that element of the comedy that you want the show to have with the yes. complications of those relationships exactly. you know it takes the turns with you while giving you a little mm-hmm. lightness here and there i mean it's just it's perfect as always it's a great show as always my suggestion for all shows mm-hmm. is we need more bear characters that's right and because there you go. girl i'm mainstream <laughs> i am mainstream. everybody uh-huh. needs a little spicy bear Ooh, a spicy in their bear. world anyways this has been it's a happening. lot of fun he was so much fun and oh, it was such yeah. a pleasure so yeah. Always tune in. We'll That's bring you right. more amazing. Mm-hmm. Like we do every week. Every week. All right. Bye, bitch. Bye. Listen, you can check out our website if you want. If you don't, we don't give a fuck. Just just do it. JonathanSergei.com. Yeah, like whatever. I mean, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or something is out there too. Jonathan Sergey.